welcome back and thank you very much for tuning in to this, the next episode of the Jargon PR Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the different types of PR campaigns. So, there are many, many different PR campaigns available and each campaign can help a business to achieve a huge number of different communications objectives. In this episode, I am delighted to be joined by Senior Account Manager here at Jargon PR, Danny White, and Account Executive, Lily Fox. They're going to be discussing with me the purpose of a number of different PR campaigns, and then why each type would be suitable for a different business. So welcome, Danny and Lily, and thank you very much for joining me. So I think a really strong place to start in this topic is to discuss why would a business normally look to use a PR campaign? I'll start with you here, Lily, and then we'll come to Danny. Yeah, so businesses look to launch PR to generate awareness of their brand and to establish credibility. So implementing PR into your marketing strategy can allow a brand to communicate certain messages, such as features of a product or recent work carried out by the company. PR campaigns are a great way to launch a product and drive sales, as well as supporting growth. It's also a great way for businesses to connect with their customers. Um, brands can, you know, also use PR to help them increase their competitive edge um, and position their business as, you know, a category winner um, or an expert in their space just beyond making market noise. Uh, this might be, you know, driven by a key objective. Uh, for example, are they looking to push for an acquisition? Um, are they launching into a new market? You know, whether that be a new industry or expanding into a new territory. Uh, but I'd also say it's worth mentioning that whatever your goal or objective um, is that you're looking to achieve from a PR campaign, this, you know, really needs to be set out before you can decide on your strategy. Um, and at, at Jargon PR as an agency, we can absolutely, you know, use our experience and understanding of the media to be a part of that what tends to be an early defining conversation. That's great. Thank you both very much. So PR campaigns have to start somewhere. Every business, however large or small, has to have their first PR campaign at some point. So for a business looking to begin their first PR campaign, what sort of activity would you recommend? Again, We'll start with Lily and then we'll come to Danny. Okay, yeah, so when, when a business has little to no exposure, we suggest a starter campaign to start and generate this awareness in the target media and to build an ongoing presence in the target media also. Um, the main focus of this would typically be towards establishing an initial awareness with the press, so building journalist relationships, but also opening the possibility of media opportunities further down the line. It's basically all about having something to say and generating noise at a pace. Sure. So just to expand a bit further, again, um, on Lily's great points, we'd also work closely with the company to create a pipeline of topical content and news releases um, that ultimately, you know, begin to get the coverage on the board and start positioning businesses as industry experts um, and also just create noise around being a, a generally exciting and growing company. It's often that businesses at that quite startup level or taking their first steps into PR might not have a dedicated marketing department as well. Um, so this is where, you know, we would come in to, to lend that helping hand and really help to uh, establish those key messages and consult on ideas. Uh, also, you know, a starter campaign can take some time to plan um, as, there's, you know, there's a lot of background research, market analysis and planning to be done in those very early stages. 
Um, but once the wheels you know, are in motion and the content is made public, it's often not long until we begin to see some early results. And then the momentum just tends to build from there. Um, you know, and then after a few months of work and good progress, you'll begin to notice quite a regular pipeline of coverage um, delivered to your target audience, which educates the market about your services and builds that steady brand presence, which you know, over time can be invaluable for driving traffic to your website or even in some cases directly supporting sales leads. So we've spoken about small businesses or companies that are just starting out on their PR journey. However, you can only make that start once realistically. You have one opportunity to get that first PR campaign underway. So I suppose in that sense... For a well-established business looking to build upon the momentum that they've already created, what PR campaigns could we offer those? So businesses that have already got this level of exposure in the media, um, they need to maintain it to keep a competitive advantage and also to stand out in their industry. So therefore, these campaigns usually focus on a range of tactics, um, including content creations and media relations all at heart. So regular thought leadership and press releases, as well as news hijacking and media features can drive this exposure for a business and definitely position them as a commentator on the key industry topics. And then also just to add here, um, decision making profiling can work brilliantly as high profiles become highly recognisable and will definitely capture the attention of your target audience. Yeah, so this kind of builder campaign, as we tend to call them, um, requires more than just, you know, volume of activity. Uh, larger companies will often need to take more strategic approach to gaining the right exposure. Um, you know, it's not about just generating awareness, but it's making sure that you're generating it in the right places and at the right time to support your business goals. Um, but more well-established brands, I'd say it's important to showcase, you know, your deep level of understanding of the market um, and also customer needs by offering up some unique insights that will, you know, place you as a, a thought leader in your space who can add something new to your conversation. Research projects, I'd say, also play well into the hands of this type of business. Um, and here at Jargon, we manage these at you know, both national or industry level, depending on the aims of objectives. But as competition grows uh, across almost every industry nowadays, it is important to establish authority in the market. And you know, matching well-thought-out PR with some data-driven insights can be the key to success um, in many cases. I suppose what's important in these discussions is to understand that PR can be for businesses of all shapes and sizes. It's not just for those those massive multi-million, billion-pound companies who have loads of money that they can throw. So some businesses don't have that massive budget for communications activity. So what would you recommend to businesses like this? And what's the, what's the correlation, really, between budget and impact does smaller budget really mean smaller impact yeah so it's really important here to understand that a smaller budget doesn't necessarily mean a smaller impact it's about finding the right tactics channels and opportunities to maximize the resources that you have available so often content-based programs are a great way to maximize your pr budget through regular drumbeat of exposure I'd also say that leveraging your own channels is, you know, that surefire way to really take advantage of your own media and engage with your community on a deeper level. 
um, we, we work quite closely with clients to hone in on their key objectives um, and make sure that content can be recycled um, and repurposed to build momentum and consistency across your platforms. You know, whether that be within press titles or on social media or on your, your company blogs. We often call this the slice and dice approach. Um, and it not only helps to get the most legs out of your content, but keeps messaging consistent as target audiences you know, and potential customers browse across your channels. So essentially, we would want to help you work smarter to achieve your goals right from the planning phase. And this is where we come in you know, as that consultant to help create your strategy, define your goals and evolve this as your, as your goals, uh, customer needs and the market changes. So for some clients, a, a full-scale PR campaign isn't going to be what they're looking for and isn't going to be beneficial to their results. So talk to me about project-based campaigns. What can we do around those? Well, good question. Um, if a business is working on an exciting rebrand or a new product launch, for example, then PR is the perfect tool to announce the news. Um, and then obviously off the back of that, drive media opportunities that will uh, maximize your exposure and educate the market on the new developments. We often call these sprint campaigns. Um, they're generally about three months in, in length um, and typically would take place during you know, an important time where that business wants to generate more noise over their competitors uh, or about a certain topic or piece of news they have landing. Um, but here, you know, the aim of the game, as always, is to drive that press coverage at pace um, to achieve that short-term goal. Um, and, and they can be used by company of any size and in any sector as well. But it is also worth mentioning that, you know, during that whole process, we'll be there to support the business with the media outreach um, and managing all opportunities right through to the very end. It's easy to naturally find that PR campaigns and projects are very much like people in the fact that they're all individual, they're all different, and they all need to be handled in slightly different ways. So, Lily and Danny, as PR professionals, how do you agree upon the right mix of tactics for a campaign? Okay, so depending on your PR goals, a campaign can be made up of lots of various tactics, which may just not be right for a business. Um, So instead, something more individual here could create more opportunities for the company. So for example, an awards program um, is where we'd work with a business to enter an award and establish their recent work and projects. And therefore, it showcases this expertise and also places them as a category winner. It's also important, like Danny said earlier, about social media and how it can work to communicate key messages and drive an online presence for a business. Another example here is executive profiling, um, which can also drive the presence of key spokespeople of a business and also give the company more of a human personality. There are lots of specific tactics outside a typical PR campaign that could work for a business and help achieve their goals. But it's important to think outside the box here and create your own kind of creative vision or language. When we're discussing PR campaigns, the biggest thing to bear in mind is that your PR is not a one-way street. It requires teamwork and collaboration between both the PRs and the client. So within a company, who needs to be involved in a PR campaign? So PR is only successful when you have access to the right people, data and insight. So the people that need to be involved ultimately depends on the size and aims of your campaign. So, for example, if you're profiling CEOs, involvement will extend right to the top. However, if you're working on a content driven campaign, the sales and marketing team are often best placed here to make sure it lands with the intended key messages. 
Yeah, so just adding to that, if you're working with an agency, there also needs to be someone on the inside to act as that go-between for that agency and internal stakeholders. It's all about, you know, making sure that PR has a seat at the table to get stakeholder buy-in and also to communicate coverage, you know, and ultimately the value that a campaign of any size is delivering for that business. Also, I'd say, you know, for example, when launching a, a product, having a specialist or an expert available to answer questions um, immediately will have a powerful impact when approaching the media. Essentially, the faster the response, the greater the chance of quick coverage and the more accurate on message the coverage will be. So for these final questions on the Jargon PR podcast, we like to get a little bit personal and we like to get to know the real you. So what is your main advice, your personal advice for a client deciding upon the right PR tactics for their business? So I'll start with Lily and then we'll come to Danny. Yeah, so my advice would be to keep an open mind when introducing PR to your marketing strategy. So trends and conversations are constantly changing in the media. So it's so important here to stay relevant and maintain a creative flair. Therefore, tactics and plans may change to suit the current landscape. So keep the engagement with your customers fun yet educational and most of all, enjoy it. Oh, for me, I suppose in terms of advice, I'd say to always bear in mind that some of the best and most successful PR campaigns often think outside that box. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid to get a bit more creative in your ideas and approach. Um, for example, you know, social media offers it such a low cost opportunity to get a bit more creative and try new ways to engage and, you know, continuously involve that strategy. Um, in the digital world, more so than ever, we can connect with target audiences in new and, you know, more exciting ways. So use that to your advantage um, and really drive them to stand out from the crowd. Thank you very much, Danny. And thank you to you as well, Lily. And thank you to you, the listeners, for joining us again here on the Jargon PR podcast. If you'd like more information or more professional opinion from within the PR sphere, then make sure to check out our previous episodes of the Jargon PR podcast. Jargon PR podcast.